Welcome to the Golden Radio Podcast. I am Jen, your mom, joined as always by Jaredad. Hi. Jaredad, I've not seen you in person for an awfully long time. I'm glad to see your sweet, sweet face. Yeah, don't get your expectations too high. I know. <laughs> we are spending our few <laughs> hours, our 12 hours together. This is our version of giving back. Yeah, we are. Uh, I got home at like 5 p.m. and you're going to be gone tomorrow and then I'm going to be gone and we won't see each other until next weekend. No. So this is our little glimpse of each other. Or the live show. Yeah. you. Oh. I miss you. And uh, it'll be nice to have you around again. For the live show. The live show is on Saturday. I am excited. I am not quite sure what exactly is going to happen there yet. Uh, but, you know, it's good. It's going to be awesome. That was Jared's cell phone hitting the table right there. Just trying to think of a German word for the day. It's very <laughs> difficult. They do this in other podcasts where, like, one person's talking and they're like, to the other host, they're like, are you even hearing what I'm saying? And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I was on my phone. Yeah, we don't need to air our dirty laundry <laughs> so much. Nobody wants to hear about this. Everyone, I think everybody wants to hear about everything this. Everything is fine. <laughs> mm. so the, uh, Fair enough. The live show is Saturday. I'm excited. We are probably Friday night when we're back together again. Going to go through it. I think I have it all pretty much planned out. But Yeah, you do, because I have zippy. Those of you who are coming are going to have a unique first-time live show <laughs> experience where we figure out what the hell is Holy going on. smokes. That's exciting. Don't look to me for valuable contributions. I'm sorry in advance. No, it's going to be good. So, uh, yeah, I've sort of worked out what it's going to be like, and we'll run through it, and it'll be fine. I think it's basically going to be the podcast live with some slightly more pre-planned stuff. On your part. Yeah, and you just show up and hey. give your valuable <laughs> insight, which... Most of the comments on all of our podcasts are like, I love GR Dad's commentary I gotta, I gotta the say, most. I have the best input to praise ratio. It's got to be. <laughs> I mean, it's so unfair to you. I, I totally admit. Uh, the main Golden Ratio project of the last couple of days has been driving home because I have finally left the keys with the dogs after spending Friday like on the verge of tears because I knew I was leaving the keys. Uh, we'd had two terrible days of driving just accidents all over the places the last time i do one of these drives on the weekend and uh we made it home but it took a really long time and i am exhausted like we got into our halfway point last night at like 11 30 and then i had to feed everyone take everybody out and of course none of them wanted to do any business right after eating they all wanted to do it at 2 a.m and then i got up at like 5 15 and then we were on the road by 6 30 i'm so tired Talk about the seating arrangements. That's five oh. dogs in one car, and you, and me. So we had and a mysterious plant. Yeah, oh, uh, that's right. We got. A, I brought back a pineapple plant that I had <laughs> secretly bought. Smuggle it back. It has a pineapple growing on it. It's so exciting. It's like a tiny pineapple on a big plant. Yep, I'm gonna pot it. We're gonna have it in the house. It's gonna be amazing. Wow, it looks a little bit like something alien is growing on the plant. I actually, I haven't told you your dad this yet. I bought two of them, and one of them I put in that blue pot in the keys and so now it's on our little back patio on the ground level on where it gets dripped upon yeah cool yeah um so yeah i did bring the plant back but that wasn't the problem so <laughs> yeah so we had uh queso and vink are good pairs to ride together 
Jasmine and Hops are good pairs to ride together. And then last time I did the drive by myself, Maggie rode in the front seat. And so this time Riley got assigned the front seat. And so before we talk about Riley, I had put queso. So we drove down together and queso had been in the Two cargo cars. space. Two, Two cars. cars. Five so dogs. Kinda, That's easier. Everybody gets pretty much their own space. Like two dogs have to share, but pretty much everybody gets their own space. So Queso had had the cargo area to herself, and she was really uncomfortable when we got to the Keys, like for the first three or four days. Mm -hmm. And I thought it might be because she didn't like laying in the cargo area. She generally doesn't like laying back there. And, uh, you know, maybe she had to lay weird. And so I was like, well, I'll put her and Ving together, but I'll put them in the back seat for the drive home. And that lasted one key. <laughs> three miles vink's like sitting on queso's head climbing oh, on top of queso queso's like not. what the heck is going on and uh and i was like all right we need to switch this so i like pull over like on kudjo key literally one key up from ours to switch i've got to switch jasmine and hopper with queso and vankman all right so i leash up queso and vankman get them out of the car you know and that queso problem where there's like the other bank, and there's a fox, and a chicken, and a bag full of grain, and there's a hunter. It's a little bit like that. It was totally like that. So I leash up Bank and Queso. I get him out of the car, and then Queso's like, I'm going wherever the fuck I want. And I'm like, no, no, Queso, stay here. And she's like, nope, I'm going. And so I'm like trying to stand on her leash, and Vink's like, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do this other thing. I'm going to go over here. It's very exciting. And then, so I'm trying to like get Jasmine and Hopper out, and so, like, I end up putting Vink in. So then there's three dogs. And then, like, bringing Hop out and trying to put Queso in. And Queso's like, I want to go over there because it smells interesting. And then get Jasmine out. And she doesn't like me to lift her out, but she's not strong enough to jump out yet. So it was quite a process to get them switched. Uh, but once I did, everything was great. Queso and... Since you'd showered just before. I literally had showered just before. And uh, <laughs> it's... So hot and humid in the Keys, which I love, but I was wearing like a t-shirt. I normally do not wear anything with sleeves when we're down there. And I was wearing a t-shirt because uh, I was, you know, driving back. And uh, so I was sweating. I mean, it was, by the time we left, I had planned on leaving at like 8 a.m. And then... That didn't happen. The night before, I went into the guest room just to plug the cameras back in. Cause we've got like surveillance cameras that we have plugged in when we're not there. And I've gone the whole trip down there with no giant bugs. And I go into the guest room, the unoccupied guest room, except it was occupied by this huge ass palmetto bug, IE cockroach that flies hanging out in the corner. And I have such a phobia of these things. So I've got to kill this fucker by myself. I get the, we're just lucky you didn't have access to like a shotgun. I mean, I, there, we do wall. have a gun in that house. Not a shot. Oh, I thought about yeah. it. It does. It has those shotgun shells in it. Yeah, it's a revolver, but it Don't shoots start shotgun shells. Shooting at a bug with that's like the stuff of conch life. Now, so I get the ortho home defense, which kills everything, and I'm trying to get close enough to spray this thing, but not so close that it could fly and like it's stuck <laughs> in my hair, which makes me panicky. And I get close, and then it's just like, what the fuck? Are you, stop spraying that on me! Like, what's going on? Does not care. I'm Godzilla of bugs. Uh, I end up emptying, just like making a lake of that bug poison. <laughs> Eventually, the thing falls on the ground. I found like I'm like I've got some other raid. Get some raid and spray it oh on my there. God. Then I got to clean it up so I get like this Sugarloaf massive resident found unconscious in house. <laughs> yeah. Bug laughing. 
it did eventually die. And then I had to clean it up along with the lake of bug poison. So I had like this massive wad of paper towels. So I couldn't, I didn't want to feel the bug in them. Oh, paper towels. So Vank was like, oh, is it Kleenex? Yeah, I put I it out, eat. immediately put it outside because the bug corpse was not allowed to stay in the house. And then I'm like, I have to get the bug bombs for the house, which is a thing I like to do whenever I leave the house anyway, because I hate bugs. I bombed the house in Maryland before we went down to the Keys. You gotta uh, explain what these are because they're kind of the final solution for bugs. They're like foggers, right? So you, uh, I can't believe you can buy one can buy these things at CVS. Yeah, so it's like without, a without a like license for weapons or something. <laughs> it's a canister, and you like push a button down, and it sprays this fog that like fills up your house and it kills all the bugs. <laughs> it fills up your house with poison yep, gas. Yep, yep, uh, and so like. The size of our house, two foggers would have covered it. And I, of course, put six because I really wanted everything to get bombed. So I did it here. And when GR Dad came home before me, you were like, there's a lot of dead bugs. Oh, yeah. There was definitely dead bugs. Yeah. yeah. But so, there was like one of those in every room. Yeah. One of yes. Bug foggers bomb, everywhere. Bug bombs, as you call them. So I was like, well, I've got to bomb the house because it wasn't just that one cockroach like there's these little ants that get in there there's other stuff that's come in when i have the door open i don't want any of it getting a foothold because it's the tropics termites thinking it's a hospitable place i think i look i'm conceptually fine with it it's just an amazing array of poisonous oh yeah things i deploy everything so uh i mean here's here's my feeling about bugs we had these little ant-like things at one point i cut a hole in the wall so i could spray the bug killer into the wall where the bugs were living yep yeah that's what i'm willing to do ghosts have no chance with you no nothing so uh so i was and actually the night before i had gone into key west i'm like i should get some bug bombs i stopped at cvs where they normally have them and they didn't have any and then i got home to find the giant bug and all these other bugs and i was like all right i gotta go get the bug bombs and put those off well home depot opened super early so i'll go there but then i also had all these packages to ship i'll drop those off at the ups store and so then I didn't end up getting home until like nine. And then I was like, I could just go for a run. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to run at all. I'll run three miles and I ended up running like four and a half miles. And That's then I had to take decision. a shower. It was good. But my my ambition was to leave at 830 and we left at 11. Yeah, 830 left like for Key West. I, I mean, I left for Key West at like 745, but still. Uh, yes, it was much later than I had hoped. and uh, And yeah, so it's the top heat of the day when I need to switch the dogs at that point and I'm wearing more clothes than I normally am. So I'm wet with sweat and lifting dogs in and out of the car. So I get back in the car and I'm like tarred and feathered with (laughs) dog fur, just like sweat and then dog fur sticking in that. Dog fur in the mouth and around the mouth is the worst. I mean, it was stuck to my arms and my face. It was just terrible. And then both drives were awful. Like in the Keys... Uh, I think we mentioned last week, mini season was this week. So two-day lobster season on Wednesday, Thursday. And I was worried that I might catch traffic of all the people leaving the Keys on Saturday after mini season. Yeah, I mean my words because I was like, oh, I'm sure not Saturday morning. It'll be fine. If I, I had left wrong. really early. I was so wrong. I was wrong. I may have been. It may have been right if I had left early. But damn, was it a bunch of mainland Florida people with their boats on trailers and they're crashing into stuff. It took me four and a half hours to get out of the Keys when it should take two and a half. What are the, there were three major accidents. Yeah. I mean, like just in the Keys. Jackknife, boat trailer kind of looking thing. 
from what from what I saw. Yeah, I mean, alternate like the road is closed on one side and they're alternating stuff. And so what should have been already like a 10 and a half, 11 hour drive, like becomes it was just terrible. And then today there were a bunch of accidents like in stupid Virginia, Virginia, you got to do better. Why are there always accidents around Frederick, north Fredericksburg? Of, north of Richmond is a real minefield. Always, always mm-hmm. accidents there. So I'm glad to be home. But, all right, so Riley, complete champion in the front seat. You know, he's smaller than Schmieg, and Schmieg did a great job, but he just fits perfectly in that spot, and he's like, I'm just going to snug it up in here. Could curl himself into a little ball lay in different positions, but was completely comfortable, not stressed out, very calm. He was just like top-notch front seat coast pilot. So that is his spot now. It was great. He did he such a good job. earned his own seat. He did. A worthy successor to Schmieg. Whereas Hops sucks in the front seat, so she earns nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. She laid in the back and just hangs her chin over the hammock and looks at you. Oh, Every time I'd look, she's like, mooning at me she's crawling slightly closer to you slightly <laughs> closer without like you know jumping over the barrier when we got home she was very excited to see you though she was very happy i let her oh. out of the car and she just bolted to gr dad at the front it's door good to see all of them and you but good all to see of them you. Too. yeah and uh so speaking of which we've talked a lot but like the one story that we need to talk about this week is the case of escapo it's a podcast we're supposed to talk a lot i know that's true okay so uh so what did I do last Queso week? <laughs> That's my phrase, by the way. I'll it, take full credit. It's such credit. a good one. So I went to Home Depot and I had bought a key lime tree and a lemon tree to plant in the yard. So big, the, the lemon tree's big. I mean, it was taller than me. The lime tree was kind of medium sized. Uh, so I have those in the car. Then the lemon tree, I mean, it was in like a seven gallon bucket. It was a big, heavy tree. I could lift it, but I didn't want to carry it for a long ways. And so when I got back from Home Depot, I pull into the yard and I said, well, I'm just going to back my car up to where I'm going to plant the trees and then I'll take them out there so I don't have to carry them all the way across the yard. And you don't want to put in a wheelbarrow or something. No, they're, they're big and heavy. So, uh, so I do that. I pull my car like into the yard, unload the trees where they're going to go. And then I don't want to mess up the grass by like turning around in the yard. So I just kind of pull back into the driveway, back my car in and... All right, the trees are in the spot. And as we've mentioned, you can't just dig a hole in the keys because once you get like three inches in, it's just rock. And so I have a pick and I've got to pick, you know, use the pick to chip out a hole in the rock for the trees. That would have been good for me. I love using the pick. Yeah, it was a a good task. I mean, it was like just long enough that I was ready to be done but felt really productive. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've got to do this and I know it's going to take a while. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll let the dogs out so they can, you know, hang out and swim and do whatever they want to do while I'm digging these holes in the yard. And so I let everybody out. And uh, what know, did you forget? They do their business. I'm on the way up in the elevator with Jasmine to put her back upstairs because she can't oh. climb the stairs. And I go, I didn't close the gate. I was so distracted with unloading the stuff from the car that I didn't close the gate. Oh, no. So I go down, and Queso is like, the gate is fucking open. Like, I am (laughs) out of here. Has left. She is not in the yard. I have been waiting for this for a month. This is awesome. (laughs) I I patrol the perimeter for a reason. I am looking for breaches in the perimeter. (laughs) So the gate I left wide open. Yeah. And so Queso has left. 
She's not there. Missing. And, and you know, so I'm in the elevator, which is a slow elevator. So as soon as I get upstairs, yeah. you bolt out of the elevator, down the stairs, look around, no queso in the yard. Okay. So then I got to go find queso. Meanwhile, Venk has slowly realized something's going on and is like edging in circles towards the gate. Yeah. Fortunately, I grabbed the remote control and closed the gate behind myself when I went to go look for queso. And Venk's like, oh, what happened? No, the gate's closed. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Queso, fortunately, went the opposite way from the main, not that there's a lot of traffic by us, but there's, we're on like a side street that dead ends, and she did not go towards the main street, she went towards the dead end, and so I spire at the ve- very end of the road, like sniffing around at someone's <laughs> yard, so I like run down there in my flip-flops, and I'm like, come on, Queso, you need to go back, and she's like, I'm a free dog now, I'm doing whatever I want, <laughs> and I eventually like gear her back. And Jasmine, you don't own me. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. just sniff around. Jasmine has come back down the stairs. You can go down the stairs. So I elevated her up, and she's uh, like, "Well, no, there's stuff going on. I'm coming what back a down." Waste of elevator right there. <laughs> so she's at the gate now, barking, and Kezo's like, "Ah, oh, stuff's going on." Starts galloping towards the front gate. Kezo's like, well, "Look at those dogs! Look at them on the other side of the fence." Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. And you'd think I would have learned my lesson after that, but. Uh, I was doing this run, which if you want to hear about, you can listen to uh, my running podcast, Runs with Dogs. Where I'm gonna, we're going to record that episode next. It's called a 4 by 4 by 48 Yep, you run four miles every four hours for 48 hours. So you get 48 total miles, but you're running every four hours. Which sounds easier than it is. And so in one of the very middle of the night runs, I had opened the gate to go out to run and then had come back in and forgot to close the gate. And so I let all the dogs out the next morning real early because I have to go for another run. And the gate's open again. And Queso's like, it's open again. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, I've got it this time. And so I like found the remote control and I clicked it. And the gate's like trundling slowly. It's really closed, slow. And Queso's trundling towards the front gate. Have you ever it, seen a fish called Wanda? It's like being the guy. The guy's about to get run down by a... Um, what do they call those Steamroller? Steamroller. It's like super slow. <laughs> so Queso's really slow and the gate is really slow. Yep. Queso's really slow and the gate is really slow. <laughs> it's like a math problem. They met. Right <laughs> as the gate finally closed, Queso got to the gate so she did not escape. She's like, I should gallop more. Uh, yeah, if she had galloped, she would have got out yeah. and then I would have had to go chase her again. But uh, she did do an escape, but everything turned out fine. She's living her best life. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Those are all the dog updates and the stories for the week. Uh, anything you want to add before we move on to our conch life, dear dad? No, I'm pleased to see everyone. Everyone seems in good spirits and they're super happy to hang out in the house right now instead of being in the, in the car. Yes, it was a it's long been two days, days for them too, yeah. As soon as we're done podcasting, I'm going to bed and hopefully they will join me. Mom. All right, so our conch life of we- story of the week this is a good one. keeps giving. I was so excited. I had to text you, our dad, yeah. when I saw this in the I had emailed email. it to you before. Oh, had you? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, so the subject line is woman arrested for stabbing boyfriend, but that does not get to the glory of this story, which is a 33-year-old marathon woman. Remember, that's Marathon the Island. Marathon woman was arrested Thursday morning after biting and stabbing her 21-year-old boyfriend during an argument over sex. She's 33, he's 21? Yes. Okay. Uh, All right, so you know we like stories about people biting each other. 
<laughs> you <laughs> shouldn't do it. Don't fight each other. Don't fight each other. And so I read that he- that kind of first opening paragraph, and I was like, lady, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Uh, except it turns out she may be a hero. It's unclear. There's a very... This is where the police report leaves a lot out. Yeah. All right. So the woman is named Vanessa. She is the biter and also the stabber. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, The dude is Michael. So we have Vanessa and Michael. Um, So Michael has a stab wound on his shoulder. He has bite marks on his armpit. He's admitted to Fisherman's Hospital on Marathon, which, as we have mentioned, is where I went when I kicked the sea urchin. So. On his armpit. She bit his armpit. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's it's real little, fleshy it's down there. It's a little bit odd, though. Yeah, but go ahead. Nobody wants a mouthful of deodorant, yeah, but it's you, a, know. <laughs> you can get a good purchase on the armpit. It's just an odd place. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so the victim's full name is Michael Alexander Lorenzo Flores. We're just going to call him Mike. Though I think he goes by Lorenzo, but whatever. I can call him whatever I want. We're going to call him Mike. So Mike says he wanted to have sex with Vanessa, and she said no. And then, quote, a lover's quarrel ensued. And is lover's quarrel a euphemism for, like, he smacked her around? Does it just mean they were lovers who were fighting? It just mean they were lovers who were fighting. I, I I don't necessarily think it has bad connotations. It's just like a... Two people who are not getting along in that moment. Yeah, well, it turned violent. Yeah. All right, so Vanessa starts hitting Mike when he tries to leave. And then... See, she's hitting him. Yeah. At some point, both found themselves outside. I like that passive voice. (laughs) Then both of them were outside. Mike realized he left his keys inside, and they were both locked outside of their trailer. All right, so they start the fight inside. It stumbles outside, and apparently the door locks behind him. Mike's like, my keys are in the house, and Vanessa's pissed off. So Mike crawls in through a window that he broke. He breaks a window and crawls in to get his keys. Breaks his own window. Well, it might be her window. Yeah, well, that's even worse, isn't it? And then Vanessa crawls in, and she finds a 12-inch knife and basically comes at Mike, stabs him in the shoulder. I'm... I'm not sure when the biting occurred, but somewhere in the course of this, she bit him in the armpit. So the police report says that her story about what happened changed several times. Uh, He, the dude, admits that he grabbed her by the hair and that mutual, mutual battery occurred. So they're both beating on each other, but he's not this innocent guy being like, hey, back off, crazy bitch. Like, he's, he's hitting her too. Um, so she had minor injuries that apparently were, were not consistent with whatever story she was telling. He has a stab wound in his shoulder and a bite mark. So he's at least being honest about that. And so the quote is due to the totality of the circumstances and the severity of his injuries, as well as the inconsistency with her story, she was taken to jail. So the cops are like, well, he got hurt most. Yeah. And he at least can keep his story straight. And so we're going to arrest her for stabbing him. But I want I want to give her potentially more credit because he's like, I want to have sex. And she's like, no. And then there's a big physical fight, which makes me think that maybe he was more assertive about wanting to have sex than this story suggests. And she was fending him off. Maybe. I don't. 
It's they completely get unclear. Locked out. They climb back in through the window, and then she stabbed. I know. I mean, I think there probably was alcohol or drugs involved. It's a lover's quarrel. Uh, it could just be passion, nah, but I'm thinking nah, also nah, additional substances. Um, so listen. Don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. But also, if you're defending yourself, you can bite people then, too. Or stab. I mean, that's fine. If someone's coming at you and you got a 12-inch knife, Better you go ahead and stab bite. them. Our teeth are bad at biting. Yeah, plus then you got your face real close to them. Like, you can keep more distance like with the knife. arm. <laughs> stab, stab, I mean, stab. not the most attractive place to bite. Yeah. Anyway... That's our Conk Life story of the week. It was a good one. Mysterious. but Yeah, there's definitely some mystery to it. So we will keep you updated if there are any <laughs> updates that come to that story. Uh, I have not looked her up in the Monroe County uh, jail database, which you can search online. So I'm not sure what the current status is of that. But if we get updates, we'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cocktail of the week. We're going to make a getaway maybe tonight if i can stay awake which i don't know if we've done as the cocktail of the week before i think we have it's been a mobillion episodes we only have I know. half a mobillion drinks i think this is episode number 66 oh my goodness i know uh a getaway is a cocktail invented by our friend derek brown who owns one of the best cocktail bars in the country according to katie derek people derek it was in the atlantic he published it there hmm. Uh, Katie introduced it to us. Katie's just a bartender that we know. Mm -hmm. I don't want, not just, she's a bartender that we know yes. who worked at one of Derek's bars, but he invented it. So it is cruising black strap rum. It is important you have the right rums here. Tastes like molasses. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. No, we have tried it with other really dark rums. It doesn't work. It has to be cruising black strap. Um, Chinar or Cinar, which is an artichoke flavored liqueur which sounds really weird, but it's basically like an Italian-style bitter liqueur, like in the direction of Campari. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's not red like Campari. It's kind of dark brownish green. Um, but it's that kind of like bitter Italian liqueur. And then uh, lemon juice and simple syrup. And it's more, it's like one part each of rum and lemon juice and then half a part each of the chinar and the simple syrup and it's just so perfectly balanced and delicious when i had a cocktail party like for my work colleagues uh i'm like come over and i'm gonna make cocktails whatever you want i will make you and a lot of people were like make me whatever you want and this is what i would make because it's sort of unusual and everybody who had one ended up having three they're, <laughs> they're so like, good make me one more of those they are delicious oh, yeah. um so it's called the getaway you can, if you Google it, you'll find a recipe in the Atlantic, but basically uh, one, ounce, one ounce each of lemon juice and cruise and blackstrap, half an ounce of chinar and simple syrup, shake it up, strain it into a glass, is delish. Yeah, and if so. you're a dork like me, you go, it's the get away. Get away. Get away. Get, get away. away. <laughs> so uh, we haven't been able to make them in a while because the Montgomery County, where we live in Maryland, has county-owned liquor stores, and they don't carry the Cruise and Blackstrap rum anymore. We haven't been able to find it, but they do have it in the Florida Keys where we buy our liquor. And so I bought an extra bottle, and uh, GR Dad drove it up, and so now we have both. They don't have the Chinar in the Keys, and they don't have the Blackstrap here, but between our two houses, they, all of the liqueurs that we need exist. And so 
It's amazing the amount of driving you have to do to get a good cocktail. 20 hours each way, but we've got the ingredients that we need. (laughs) Unbelievable. That's our cocktail of the week. So, dear dad, what is the German word of the week? Hitzewelle. Heat wave. Oh, Hitzewelle. There's one of those happening right now. No, it's wrong. Our poor friend Jason is over there. He's, He's the kind of guy who likes to keep the AC at like 65. He's in Europe now, and there's no air conditioning, and it was like 103 degrees or something in Germany. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And Germans, Germ, I mean, anywhere with, yeah, public transport and stuff, there's a lot, you know, any perspirant use is <laughs> up to the individual in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> so there's a lot of smelly people in, all around the world. I mean, it is a real shock as an American to go to Europe. Like, I remember being there at some point, in the summer and you know it wasn't hot like it is now but it was pretty hot that day and stepping into like a you know barnes and noble or some kind of bookstore thinking like oh i'll cool off there's no air conditioning like most of the public buildings don't have it they have the windows open (laughs) yeah there's a breeze in there sometimes but you're so used to every single public place being air conditioned here that it is a little bit of a surprise like you have to remember there are hotels that don't have good yeah for sure no it's a villa. It's a villa. Okay, it's a good one. No. Uh, well, that's it for this week. Thanks, everyone. Uh, after one more week of travels for me and Gia Dad, we should be back together kind of for the long term. Reunited. Yes. It feels, it feels so, so good. good. <laughs> 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 Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will see you at the live show on Saturday if you're coming. And uh, otherwise, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Don't bite anyone. Yes, unless they ask you to. Yes, even then, be careful. Indeed. Bye. Bye.